Hey, what's up, everyone? Jordan Anderson here, and on today's episode, let's talk Mind Over Matter, Client Edition, Part 2. Okay, so this is a continuation of this little Mind Over Matter idea that I had a while back, Mind Over Matter not being like, can I overcome this, but Mind Over Matter in the sense that uh, the first part was about the kind of the sales process, where I was like, if the client doesn't mind, then... It probably didn't matter. So it's sort of like I think part one was mainly about if you know you're in the sales process uh, and a client's like I need you to show up this Saturday immediately. You have to show up like it's so important. And you're like okay, great, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. And you you know you get further down the week and you hear less and less from them, and then you just don't hear from them at all. And you're like okay, I guess it wasn't that important, or if it you know the client didn't mind, so I guess it didn't matter. That's that's what I meant by mind over matter. You're working on a project and you know, the client approves it. They're cool with it, but you're about to, you know, so what you start doing, you package up all the deliverables. If it's a video project, you you know, you're finalizing everything, you're going over everything and uh you're just kind of making sure everything's cool. Like good to go. You're, you know, you export the video from Premiere, you're watching it over and over to make sure there's no weird frames or something's out of focus or the sound messes up or whatever the the issue is and you notice maybe it's like maybe you notice like a color grade issue and but the client said it's cool and you're like i noticed this one shot it needs like a better color grade it's just a little bit like it's a little bit off maybe i wish the shadows were a little bit more blue or a little i went a little too crazy with the saturation right here do you spend another two hours or an hour tweaking that and working on it and massaging it to get it just the way you want it to, even though the client has approved? I'm going to say no. The answer to me, I don't think you should be, I don't think you should be wasting your time on that. If the client has approved it and they're okay with it and they've watched it and they, I mean, unless it's not like a blatant error, I think you should just go with it. And this the the point I want to hit on here is you know do you spend it could you use those extra two hours that extra hour of working it reworking it because sometimes there are projects where you're just the more you work on it the worse it gets or the more mistakes or I've I've color graded some projects or you know done the finalization added the sound and you just you can tweak the sound to death you can tweak the color grade to death and sometimes you over tweak it or you'll go back to another clip that wasn't the problem at all and you'll tweak it a little bit more and then you mess it up or you export it and then the this new export didn't go properly it, it it you know messed up in the middle of the export or uh you accidentally deleted a clip or you shortened a clip or you accidentally sliced something you shouldn't have sliced uh that can happen so you need to kind of that's what I say it's like is it is the idea that you should probably just kind of back off things if the client has approved it just kind of go with it the other point I want to make is that your client's work is not your work even though you're working on it and you are the project leader and you got this client yourself and this is your project and you're running it and this is, you know, they're going to, when it says who made your project, they're going to say your name. It's not your work. And a lot of creators, a lot of photographers, a lot of videographers, they make the mistake that they kind of conflate the, this is, I worked on this project and I put all my effort into this, and but this is the client's project. And there, you have to kind of let that go. 
it's not your baby. It's not your portfolio piece. It's not you. It's like you you should never do work with the intention of putting this up on the mantle or this being like your new trophy case. Like this is going to go in the trophy case. Like I can't believe we did this project. It's it should not be about that. It's a it's about the client. It's about giving them what they wanted, what they're paying for. You know, exceed expectations. Be a you know be a good service provider, but. Do not ever in your mind when you're shooting something, when you're planning for something, plan it for the sense of like this could be cool or this is going to look great in the portfolio or this is definitely going on the demo reel. If you ever have that thought, you're doing – I won't say you're doing the wrong work, but it's – you've got the wrong intentions when it comes to providing the best possible video, best possible project for your client. The What goes kind of hand in hand with – expecting this to be a portfolio piece is that you start to become a perfectionist and that you really want this to be a portfolio piece and you also want to give the client what they wanted even though they approved this version you want to just make it that much better now uh, let me separate this a little bit you can go back and say i really enjoyed that project that is something i want to put on the demo reel and then go make it your own version sometimes you didn't like how the client approved a cut or you you they took out a scene or they took out a shot that you really liked that thought was impactful uh, you can put that on the demo reel. You can make a director's cut. I've made plenty of director's cuts of my own projects that were uh, big client projects that, you know, I didn't, you know, maybe I thought my first cut was really good or I liked the story that I put in first cut. And then, you know, it gets kind of, it kind of loses the thread as it goes to second, third, and fourth cut because, you know, it's just creativity by com- committee. But uh, do, don't do that first. Make the project that you set out to make with your client what they what they're paying for, and then go back and start to you know if you want to go back and say hey I did like this for a portfolio piece start to work on that make your own director's cut, um, but don't do it in the middle of the client process. Another point I want to make is to have a little bit of self awareness about some of these projects. Um, we. I think there's I think it's great to have self confidence. I think it's awesome to like really be jazzed up about the work you're doing and be really proud of the work you're doing. Um but I think we as creators tend to like emotionally pour everything we have into a project and hope it's for the hope it's the best and this is the like we're working on each project like it's our last project and that can lead to burnout, that can lead to becoming jaded of the creative process of the uh, becoming uh, resentful of clients because they didn't make the project or they didn't approve the version that you liked. Um, you just got there's some projects that a client just needs. They just need the video, and that's fine. Like I, I had a recent project. They just needed the video for a weekend. It was gonna play at something on one web page for like two days. That was it. It wasn't gonna be this big massive project that was gonna go on a thirty foot screen as the intro of this huge event with 50,000 people attending it was just like it's a video so like you have to have some of that self-awareness I'm not saying like dial it back or be lazy or be just kind of pulled checked out of it sometimes but don't you know just understand where you are in this process this this one little video may be or this one little project or this one photo may be the small piece that builds into a larger uh, project or a larger marketing campaign have a little self-awareness of like kind of where you stand in the project. Those are my thoughts on these on working on projects and having a little bit of self-awareness with your um, with your client projects. If the client doesn't mind, then it probably doesn't matter. Um, and maybe and to kind of drill back on what I said at the beginning to kind of recap, 
I don't think you should work on projects if a client has approved it. I don't think you should work on it any further. If the client won't notice it, I don't think you should work on it. If they're like, you know, we as artists, we're like, okay, no, like they need this. Like if you think the client's going to know that that you made it 10% sharper, that you added more blues to the shadows, or like, are they really going to notice that? Are they going to really notice like, oh, wow, that, that clip, that cut came three frames earlier. Wow, that was like really impactful. Are they like, as a layman, as a regular, you know, maybe they're just regular marketers or just, uh, just or just regular clients that have no have no marketing or no content experience or video experience. Uh, are they really going to know? Are they really going to understand the difference? Um, if the answer is no, then don't work on it. Don't think you need to make it that much better. Don't try to tweak these little things. That oh, just because well, I'll notice it, Jordan. I'll notice it, and it's going to drive me crazy. Just you just have to back away from it. Let it be. If the client approved it and it's in good faith and there's no blatant errors, just hit export, hit upload, and go work on the next project. Okay, my name is Jordan Anderson. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next one. This is just a taste of everything that I'm offering over here in the Perfect Wedding Package. This is the kind of stuff where you're able to really take a step back. Like I, I want to really emphasize that you need some outside perspective on what you're offering your clients to look at your product, repackage it, put it in a unique combination of ways that says like, I am unique. This is how I'm going to raise my prices. This is worth it. Like when you finally make the perfect wedding package, you no longer feel the need to justify or you no longer have that fear that a client is going to look at your prices, feel that sticker shock and say, no, you're too expensive. We're not going to go with you. Sticker shock comes from your failure to communicate what it is that you offer. And when you're able to put together a, a kick-ass offering and say, like, these are all the things I'm going to provide. I'm not just going to provide a simple, I'm going to show up and shoot your wedding and give you some digital prints and call it a day and I'll maybe do an engagement session. You're able to think about everything that you can do as a photographer to make their experience as unique and powerful and as memorable as possible. And you say, here is the package. Boom, boom. I keep doing this with my hands. You learn all of this in the perfect wedding package. And then you're able to attach a huge price tag next to that. And so that you're not having this horrible race to the finish off season where you feel like you're running out of gas. If you're barely making it to the finish line, you go, how can I keep doing this every year? I can't keep shooting 50 weddings a year. There's got to be another way. And this is what I want to offer you guys. I want to give you guys an option. This is your chance to get out of that cycle of saying, I can't keep doing this or my clients are killing me. The answer, Jordan, I have to shoot less projects, but if I shoot less projects, then I'm going to make less money. You can do something like this. Take the perfect wedding package, understand how you can raise your price, make a, a better and more valuable offering to your clients so that when you can raise your prices, you can do less. And you can start to think and step back a little bit more. And instead of at the very end in the off season, you're having to do your reviews and take a breather that you can do, take a breather in the middle of the wedding season, that you can take a breather after each project because you're not having to hustle all the time. Your price, if you raise your prices, if you raise your prices, you're able to take a second to breathe and you're able to have better clients and provide a better client experience. As a wedding photographer, I want you guys to go to theperfectweddingpackage.com. Check it out. It's the perfect wedding. I'll, I'll give you the whole breakdown. It's the perfect wedding package. It comes with a template where I show you exactly how you need to frame your prices, frame your offering, 
and you get the you get the whole PDF InDesign template as well as a video lesson just like this where we walk through each step. I'm not going to leave you hanging and just give you a template and say figure it out. We're going to go through step by step and say this is how you do it. This is the things to watch out for. These are the traps you might fall into. Here is how I would present my prices to my wedding client. And on top of that, you're also going to get a wedding photographer website audit. I want to go to your website. I want to take a look at everything that you're offering. You know, I'll give you comments about the fonts, about where I would place the picture, what kind of navigation I would have, and like, and give you an overall perspective while using your website. All right. So now we get that's a $2,000 offer. You got the template. That's a $100. It's $250. I'm losing my math here. And then we're also, I'm also going to offer you, if you sign up for the perfect wedding package, I'll also do a one-on-one -on -one pricing workshop with you. So you watch the videos of me, you read the template, and now you and I get to set up a personal phone call, video call, phone call, whatever you feel comfortable with, where we go through and I say, let me see your prices, let me see the template you built, and we, and I'll give you some feedback, and I'll say, and we can even do a role play, we can even do some practice rounds as, as a client, and say like, what would, you know, Here's what I would do differently. Here's how I would improve this. So you get real time and I want you guys to, I want you guys to get this wedding package and have it up and running so that when you're, when the new season is up and you're ready to go, you got clients in the door and you're handing over this wedding package to them and they're saying, this makes sense. Here's the result I want you guys to get. I want you guys to double your prices, triple your prices overnight to, and I want you guys to be blown away and, and feel nervous like, there's no way I can be charging this, Jordan. Like, this is insane. I've never charged this amount of money before. And you're telling me this is what I should put in front of my clients. And I'm saying, hell yes, put that right in front of your client. You need to have the confidence to do it. And, and they're going to buy it. They're going to, they are going to choose this option. Trust me. And when they, and like I said at the beginning of this whole episode, it takes a certain amount of belief that you have to believe that this is all possible. And maybe that's my, maybe that's job number one for me is I need to make you believe that this is all possible. You get the pricing workshop. That's another $2,000 value. Months from now, I want you guys to still have access to me. So I want to offer as well the, the third bonus as a part of the whole wedding package, the perfect wedding package.com is you get access to me on Discord. Anytime a thought comes up, you want to work, you know, you got, you redid your pricing template sheet again, and I want you to send it over to me, send me an, a message on Discord and say, Hey, Jordan, I need some help with this. Here's what I'm working with. And when I want you to go through it in real time, and you'll also, we'll have a community there. We'll all be together as photographers, as creatives, working together supporting each other. That, that's what I want it to, it to be as well. A safe place where you can say, hey, I need help with my pricing. I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm a little bit nervous. I got a client coming up. Uh, what should I do, Jordan? So all of that, that entire thing, the three bonuses I just mentioned, the templates, the video lessons, all of that is a $5,000 offer. And I'm going to offer it to you guys for $97. It's $97 on theperfectweddingpackage.com. Head over there. Let me know if you have any questions. Thank you guys for watching. My name is Jordan P. Anderson, and I'll see you on the next one.